Sally Winley is with us now for the Rural News. Kia ora, Sally. Dock rangers are out surveying whitebait populations ahead of the upcoming season. They are, and the results so far aren't flash for keen whitebaiters in areas such as Hawke's Bay and Gisborne after flooding tore through catchments during Cyclone Gabrielle. Like last year, the season, which runs from September to the end of October, is shorter to protect certain species of juvenile fish. Department of Conservation Freshwater Species Manager Emily Fennell says they're assessing how whitebait are faring in flood-damaged areas. I don't know if it will affect the, the quality of the fish that are coming back in, but I think the bigger challenge will be actually the ability to catch the fish because there's potentially going to be less fish running up into these rivers. And again, that will be variable across across the regions. Um, but a greater challenge is going to be access for people because some of those um, flood-impacted rivers, the riverbanks might not be very stable. Um, and there's, of course, you know, health and safety risks for people gathering fish if there is any contamination in these freshwater areas. Emily Fennell says whitebait seasons are unpredictable and regions not affected by the recent extreme weather events may be okay, but numbers of the petite fish will be lower for those that were hammered by Mother Nature. We do know that we're likely to get a lower number of whitebait runs within those regions in 2023 than they have been, than they would have been without the storms. And that's for a couple of reasons. We've lost a lot of pre-spawning adult fish within some of those rivers, and that's just due to that sheer volume of water that's flushed through those rivers. And also, we've lost a lot of spawning habitat within those regions as well. And, and the impacts have been variable across in those flood-impacted rivers but with the high sediment loads coming down the rivers that means we've had high levels of silt deposition on our spawning sites and that does mean we've had smaller amount of successful spawning of our fish which means a lesser number of larval fish making it out to sea which then means a lesser number of fish coming back up our rivers. And again, Emily Fennell is warning keen whitebaiters to be careful when trying to get to their favourite spots to put out their nets. With that silt, slash and unstable riverbanks could be treacherous. Former Federated Farmers President Andrew Hoggard has debuted at number five on the ACT Party's list for October's general election. At the top is obviously leader David Seymour, followed by Brooke Van Velden, Nicole McKee and Todd Stevenson, then Mr Hoggard. Mr Seymour says ACT's list of candidates is a true representation of New Zealand society, including farmers, legal experts, tradies and business executives. And Federated Farmers has elected Wayne Langford, a 40-year-old dairy farmer from Golden Bay, as its new national president. Despite the number of local deer being processed at seasonal lows, work to diversify venison markets is paying off with farmers getting stable prices for their meat. AgriHQ analyst Mel Crode says the majority of venison is normally exported to Europe, but companies have been working to get more product into the US and China. She says that's resulted in prices staying around the $8.85 a kilo mark. And so far, look, feedback and demand have been positive. All the signs are pointing in the right direction. But back here, we've got land use changes, increased costs, uh, a tightening up on policies that are all impacting venison farmers. Um, but I think if we 
continue to keep hearing those positive uh, comments and the outlook around venison internationally remains positive, um, then the market will further improve. And that's just bringing a bit of positive light to this sector. Mel Crowed. Applications for the government's first wood processing growth fund closed today. Currently, the majority of logs harvested in New Zealand are exported whole and processed overseas. This led to the government creating a $57 million investment fund to get more logs processed here in order to promote economic growth. The Ministry for Primary Industries is expecting about five applications for the first round of the funding, as projects must be investment ready. It says for commercial reasons it can't yet say what the applications are for. A New Zealand fruit company says having sales representatives in key offshore markets has led to substantial growth. Golden Bay Fruit says sales of its Cherish Apple variety, which was launched in 2018, are doing well in Southeast Asian countries like Thailand, Malaysia and Indonesia. Marketing Director Eleni Hogg says its apple sales in Vietnam have increased threefold over the last year. So just in the last 18 months, we've brought on a full-time sales representative who's based in Ho Chi Minh City. She's very experienced and local and is doing a really great job in, in growing that market and building out our relationships with wholesalers and retailers in the market. How important is it to have reps in these countries to create those face-to-face relationships? Do you think that's what's behind the growth? Yeah, for us, we've found it's really important for relationship building and um, also for building insights into the market and also being able to troubleshoot any you know issues that might come up on the ground and like feed that insight directly back to our team here in New Zealand. So it's definitely been a an area where we've invested especially over the last several years as we expand more into uh, the Asian markets. We have sales representatives in the UK, Shanghai, Ho Chi Minh and in Thailand. Says about 60 containers of Cherish apples were exported last season and that's expected to grow to over 100 in the next two years. She says the company's planting programme is ongoing to make sure it can meet higher future demands for its apples. Fancy a red wine from the West Coast or Invercargill? Research into how climate change will affect the quality of Pinot Noir grapes shows that in the future their vines will grow nicely in areas which are currently too cold for them. The study from Lincoln University also looked at how warmer environments impact the grape's quality and quantity. Dr Romy Mulcarzell says as the sun gets hotter, the grapes change and it's not necessarily positive for currently popular growing regions. We know that Pinot Noir uh, is not a very dark uh, colour wine, so with the increase of temperature, we might have a less colour intensity and this um, wouldn't be uh, perceived well in the wine. Dr Mukazel says the study confirmed that grapes ripen faster when in a warmer environment, hence future harvests in current Pinot-producing regions such as central Otago will be earlier in the year. She says in years to come, different regions will be able to grow Pinot Noir grapes. For the wine growers in the future, when the temperature continues of increasing, would be to move to new areas 
some areas here in New Zealand were um, not suitable previously for wine uh, growing, but now would be suitable. So this is could be a possibility. Dr. Mokazel says a higher temperature increased amino acids, indicating potential changes to the characteristics of Pinot Noir, such as creating an even more pleasant aroma. However, she adds that the grape's final outcome will be up to the winemakers. To Australia now, where a booming kangaroo population is causing huge problems for Victorian farmers. The ABC says numbers have grown after a couple of wet seasons left plenty of food for the hopping pests. Farmer James Walsh says sometimes he watches more than a thousand kangaroos move through his paddocks daily, destroying fences and eating his capital feed. He says if it wasn't for the kangaroos, he could nearly double the size of his operation and grow his own feed. Mr Walsh says he relies heavily on rifle shooters involved in the pet harvesting programme to help manage the population, but they can't even keep up. And that's the rural news for today. Kaupai terra.